Jersey is the world. Hi everybody, Chris Gathard here. Welcome to New Jersey is the world. Hope you're doing well. Hope that maybe some of you got down to uh, Mutiny Barbecue after last week's episode. Supporting Tom and Martha and a uh, great business down there at Asbury Park. Mutiny Barbecue, thanks so much again for talking to us, Tom. Building something cool. I uh, wanted to point out some feedback. You know, sometimes we put the voicemails at the top of the show, but sometimes I read the comics, comments that are left at our Patreon. Uh, Patrick left one, and I missed it initially, because this was a reaction to our Most Jersey Night Ever episode, but Patrick actually left this on the pinned, like, welcome to the Patreon post, but I thought this was amazing. It said, uh, I have a candidate for Most Jersey Night Ever. It was the late 80s, early 90s, height of Bruce's international popularity. We lived in South Orange at the time, but my brother saw an advertisement for Clarence Clemens and the Red Bank Rockers at the Stone Pony. He also found out it was the big man's birthday and suggested we go because, quote, you never know who's going to show up. Of course, I'm like, come on, Bruce is not showing up for this. So anyway, not only does Bruce show up, but also Bon Jovi, Southside Johnny, and most of the E Street Band, they perform a two and a half hour jam session. If you've been there, you know that place isn't that big, maybe fitting 250 people tops. So basically it was a private concert for like 200 people. It was such an amazing event that it made the paper. What makes this the most Jersey night ever? My argument won out, and we sat at home watching television while the greatest small club concert in history was going on. Oof, ouch. Patrick, I'm so sorry you lived through that, and I'm so happy you lived to tell me the tale, because I laughed really hard when I read it. Thank you. And thank you to everybody who signed up at patreon.com slash New Jersey is the world. It's a joy and an honor to bring you all the extra stuff we bring you over there. We posted our kids' activity book over there this week. We had our South Jersey is also the world episode go up. We're always so thrilled to be throwing down, bringing you stuff. Now this week on the free feed, it's a very Mike D episode. Mike D sometimes comes with to me and he says stuff and my instinct is I don't know if I can pull that off but I've learned never to doubt Mike D he wanted to do an exploration of different town seals around New Jersey that's right the visual representation of towns discussed in an audio medium and you know what it's great it's a long episode because there's so many and it was so fun so strange to look at some towns that just nail it as far as what they're going for. Some that are so bizarre, some that are just awful. And you figure this is how these towns represent themselves visually to the world. Really fun episode, really good time. Can't wait to hear what you guys think. Enjoy it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Woe Town. This is, of course, a show where three friends who grew up in West Orange, New Jersey, also spent some time in New Brunswick together, really ran the Jersey gamut of scumbaggery between those two towns, get together and talk about how insane Jersey is. It is, of course, part of New Jersey is the world. Nikki Bonaduce, how you doing, my friend? Good, good. Uh, enjoying this extremely uh, hot weather out there with uh, no air conditioning in my work truck, so it makes it even better. Ooh. Yeah. Sounds terrible. Absolutely. Mike D, how about you? And Mike D, are you air conditioning free this week or are you living like a sane human being? I'm living like a sane human being. And also to cool myself off, I did, and I know sometimes people think we rip on South Jersey, but I did just this week try the famous South Jersey delicacy yum yum for the first time. Jealous. Peter Genovese has described it to me that it is, it is a, it sounds like it's a real... It leans Italian ice, but it's also ice creamy. 
that it is a hybrid. Is it custard or ice cream? It, I would say it's like a milky Italian ice. Hmm. And it was good. It was, I, I went to Leo's famous yum yum in Tabernacle, New Jersey in the Pine Barrens. And it was really good, but it's, it looks like lemon ice, Italian ice, but when you eat it, it has kind of a milky ice cream aftertaste, but definitely really good. And if you do have the opportunity to want to go to the few places that have yum yum, I highly recommend trying this. The big question is, is it worth a trip specifically from Morris County to Tabernacle to try yum yum? Not just for that, but I will say that Leo's Yum Yum in Tabernacle is located, I would say, less than a mile from the Carranza Memorial. Okay. So if you combine those two things, I think it would be worth a trip. You could see Carranza. It's a real Jersey trip. And get yourself some Yum Yum. Uh, for anybody who's new to the show, welcome. Hope you enjoy it. We're going to have some laughs. Wotown is the show that is the most loose discussion-based see where it wants to go show. Now, for people who have been listening, I think people have started to realize that generally there's some topics that I kind of pick and do the outline for. There's others that uh, Mike D does the outline for. Like I recently came up with, uh, why don't they just fix that? And that I think anyone who listens now knows, okay, Chris probably picked that. You guys are figuring it out. I think anyone who's listened to this podcast for more than eight minutes will say, well, this might just be the most Mike D episode of all time. This is a thorough examination of various town seals around the state of New Jersey, which is both fascinating. Nick is shaking his head. It is both fascinating, and I, I have picked up on the fact that there are enough other people who are nerds about things like style guides and typography settings. Oh, yeah. That's where this all goes back to, of course. This is, it, it is. It's the, it's the part of Mike D that tracked down the... Uh, state style guide of roadside fonts and, and owns that. Mike D, what prompted you to want to dive this deep into town seals? The town that I live in, in the most Southern part of Northern New Jersey, there was a very recent controversy about the town seal in my town where some people said that the town seal was disrespectful. And then there was this other group of people who said that it was not disrespectful. And it, you know, got into like a fairly academic argument and it wound around for a couple of months, but eventually they came to a very nice agreement where they, you know, they determined that the town seal was, was actually good and, and a positive representation of people. But that got me thinking, okay, if this tiny spit of a town that I live in has a town seal, I imagine that every town in New Jersey has a town seal. And sure enough, I started to dig into this. And more or less every town in New Jersey has a town seal. And they really range all over the place. You have some that are, you know, date from the 1600s, from the first time that settlers from other places came to, to the U.S., all the way up to some that were designed in the 70s and 80s and very much look like they were designed in the 70s and 80s. And this was fascinating because, you know, we talk about this constantly. New Jersey is made up of a million different places. And even though they might be a mile apart, they could be going from, you know, Jupiter to Pluto 
in what those places are like. And the town seals reflect that. So I thought it would be super fun for us to dig into these town seals. So I went and curated a selection of what I thought were some of the more fun and interesting town seals. And I thought we could describe them to our audience and have a discussion. And then later on, I thought we could design some of our own town seals. And I want to put out there too, for anybody listening, you can easily Google image search uh, all of these town seals, as I assume you did, Mike D. Yes. And uh, secondly... I will say for our patrons, one of the side benefits is we'll do a post where we put them all in one post for you so you don't have to search a word. And what a good incentive to spend five bucks and check out the Patreon, everybody. And one day, Nikki Bonaduce might be able to choose a topic for hey for the uh, show. But. As if you're pitching them endlessly and getting shot down. <laughs> I don't say half the things because I think it's just better off for the uh, proper people to be leading this ship. I would be thrilled but i didn't i actually did you'd be surprised you, and you you might be proud or you might be upset with me i did actually have a little bit of time to actually look at the look at the information for tonight so i okay. prepared a little bit and uh whether whether myself or nikki bonaduce uh, formed any opinions about any of the uh, seals that we might review this evening so. I want to say too, on this note, part of the joy of calling you out on Never Looking at the Outline is that you are the wild men of the show, the loose cannon, and that is what we want. But let's also be clear too, let's recognize, you also uh, pick up gigs where you are like up at four in the morning and then working in the blazing hot sun all day, and <laughs> we're also friends, and the last thing I want you to do is stress about looking at an outline <laughs> for our New Jersey podcast. You're good. You're good. I love you, Bonaduce. Mike T., Something that you might know, something I'm interested enough in to ask, but if I'm being frank, this is much more your thing. I'm not going to sit here and Google it myself. Also, just so everybody knows, just a reminder, we're recording on a Tuesday night. So if my pager goes off, I am currently on an EMT shift in Morris County. I might have to go rescue someone's in Morris County from something. Mike D, why do town seals exist? Does this go back to the days of like, You'd fly your flag from the castle or, or like your family crest. Like, why does this, why is this a thing? Yeah, I was wondering about that too. And um, I think we've talked about this at one point or another, but I'm, I'm super interested in, in flags. Flags are just a design thing that I'm very into. And town seals are kind of an extension of that because not so much anymore, but it used to be if you built a town, it was more or less a business and you needed to attract people there. So you needed what we would call branding. So your town seal was kind of the old version of branding. Like, oh, look at that town seal. It's got a bunch of nice looking crops or it has a sword on it. So it must be safe. So they would have these town seals and people would see it. They would kind of get the story of the town, what that town was about. Like, you know, maybe less about the sword town and more about the crop town. So it was a way to communicate information about that time, especially at the point where, right, most people couldn't read. Reading was not a common skill maybe people could sign their name um and it's kind of like heraldry it's a lot like when you go to medieval times yeah that's and, what i was you know, thinking more of a, mil right, yeah, a military yeah. end of thing like even from um uh, revolutionary units uh, to civil war units had their you know that's how you were identified not that all these towns are getting together and you know fighting getting and fighting like other towns or whatever but they might i'm sure it has something to do with that from uh that but the marketing thing i didn't think about yeah you got to attract people to the town right i mean it this is kind of a 
fake example, but I mean, we've all seen Deadwood, right? On that show, they had to attract people to Deadwood versus the other 50 towns. So they, you know, Al Swearingen attracted people to Deadwood in, in various ways. So I think town seals are a lot like that. So it's just, when we start to go through them, you'll just see some of the towns, it's very clear what they were trying to get across. And in other ones, it's just like, what is going on here? I know. Like, yeah, there was a, definitely a shocker in there that I saw. But there's also a very common... Uh, theme that's in almost everyone and like yes <laughs> i i think that's uh i guess i don't know we'll talk about it i also will say i i'm nervous to express my opinions on these because i feel like i'm going to be exposed because like bonadish me even when you go to mike's house like the aesthetics are on point both you and your wife rachel like you guys got style you guys got set, things set up in a way to be completely honest I, like when it comes to decorating and um I think that Mike is uh, Mike is the heavy influence in uh, absolutely. But then Nick, even you, like your job, your surveyor, you're like someone trained to look at angles, and your brain is trained to think visually in certain ways. And I'm not, and I feel like I'm going to sit here and go like, I like this one, and then Mike, you're going to be like, well, actually, I picked that one because it's the shittiest one in the whole state. So that's my insecurity heading into this. Anyway, shall we begin? Yeah, Mike is uh, Mike's love of architecture and style uh, are always combined in a very tasteful manner. Whereas, oh, he's... I would still hang um, Christmas lights in every room, <laughs> like I was in college, as a preferred means of lighting. <gasps> you always cared about ambient lighting, Nick. I do. I have a serious problem about lighting. You always have since we were kids. And I won't bring it up here, but you need to change the fucking light bulbs in your house because I feel like my soul is being sucked out there. Who's light bulbs? Wait, Mike D's. You don't like the light bulbs in this house. I feel like I look terrible when I'm there because it's a uh, yeah, very, uh, very white light. And you know me, I need, yeah. I need dim lights on my olive skin. I do have 1960s lamps. Dude, when you go to Mike D's house, like colors are laid out in a way that like complement each other. You can tell he thinks about it. And then Mike D, like when I moved into my house, you gave me some books that as soon as I looked at them, I was like, I'm just going to leave these out and other people are going to think I have some sense of aesthetics just because these are now sitting on the table. You leave it somewhere where people can see it. That's why when Mike D gifts you like a book or something, that's like, the, that's the book that you put out and people are like, oh, this is awesome. I'm like, oh yeah. You know, and then it makes you like. Seem cool. Yeah. And then I'm like, but don't you want to see this other one I have about the history of soda? And they're like, grow up. <laughs> they grow up. What's wrong with you? Why do you have four books on the history of soda? I'm like, because I'm a loser. Anyway. Okay. Let's get into it. Mike T, uh, it looks like we're going to begin at the seal of the state of New Jersey, the state seal, which I think we'll be revealing because I've noticed... In my cursory glance at the document, yeah, a lot of the other seals seem to incorporate elements from the state seal. So it's worth kind of looking at the state seal itself, right? Yeah, I think we should describe the state seal to everyone listening if they haven't seen it. it uh, in the center of the seal is a shield, which I think has three plows on it. I could be wrong. They look like plows. Is that what those are? Yeah, I think they're plows. Okay. And then... Definitely. Um... 
And I think just for the sake of ease of the show, we'll just describe things as you're looking at them. Because when you describe heraldry, you actually describe it from the point of view of the person wearing it. But let's not drive everyone insane with that. I do want to so ask on the left hand, Mike D. Even before we get into it, though, just on a basic level, I want to ask you: Is this a good? You like thumbs up or thumbs down for Mike D. On this deal, aesthetically, I am thumbs up on this one because it has a woman with a pole that has like a elf's cap on it. And then it, yeah, like a wizard hat. A wizard hat. There's a woman. There's I don't two women with completely neutral faces. That's what I was just gonna ask. Like, what that has to symbolize something, and I want to know. Their hands are on the shield. One is wearing yellow, and yes, she has a staff with a wizard hat on it. And the other woman's holding yeah, that's a cornucopia, which I think probably represents like the bountiful Garden State side of things, the crops. That's obvious. That horn of plenty. You got the horse, right? Which at New Jersey is people don't realize, um, like. Horse culture is really big. Jersey's a big part of, there's big stretches of it that are. But I don't think that when they did that, that was the reason why they were putting a horse on there. I Like, is it a. I don't think so. Agricultural. It seems heavy agricultural from like, you know, because we are the garden state. The horse head is like on some things that maybe, it looks like maybe represents waves of the ocean, but then on top of a knight's helmet, right? What do they call that, Mike D? A, um, not a floor delay, but like a, what would that thing that the horse with the spruits coming out on the side or like scroll work like scroll work but it looks almost like uh like a green veg like a some sort of vegetation yeah like vines but the horse head is on top of a knight's like helmet clearly representing the organized crime influence in new jersey probably the horse head I figured the horse head represents like all the racetracks we once huh. had here, but we do. We have quite a few. And then and then the triple the triple plows. I I don't know why they picked three. I wonder why that North, Central, and South Jersey. I don't know. I can't even imagine what that. That's my take on that. Wizard hat is about. Let me go ahead and. Uh, it's got to mean something. Well, look, I, I've looked it up. The coat of arms of New Jersey. I found some explanation on Wikipedia. You guys want to hear about it? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, the shield has three plows, representative of New Jersey's agricultural tradition. We have a forward-facing helmet, a, a horse's head as the crest of the helmet. The female figures of liberty and ceres, representative of the state's motto, liberty and prosperity. Oh, okay. Liberty's holding a staff supporting a stylized Phrygian cap. So the elf's cap is a Phrygian cap. Oh, so that's also known as a liberty cap. A soft conical cap with the apex bent over, associated with several peoples in Eastern Europe and Anatolia, including the Persians and a few others. Um, we've got the streamer at the foot of the emblem with the state motto, Liberty and Prosperity, in the year of statehood, 1776. It was originally design, designed uh, by Pierre-Eugène du Cimetière in 1777, modified slightly in 1928. Hmm. And it says uh, the coat of arms contains a horse's head. Beneath that's a helmet showing that New Jersey governs itself. Ah, okay. Nice. It has three plows on the shield to highlight the state's agricultural tradition. Why three? It ties into the garden state. Um, the, bl the buff color is due indirectly to George Washington, who ordered that the uniform coats of the New Jersey continental line be dark blue. And uh, oh, so tied into the uniform coat. Oh, okay. Facings during the revolution. Okay. Kind of like plain, but whatever. 
kind of tight though. It is plain, but I think it's. And I also like how yeah. Elf Hat is the best part. The Elf Hat is like yeah, the most obscure. Elf Hat is the best part, and also that reference, it's, I think. Yeah. It's the great seal of the state of New Jersey. That's what I like. It's they're telling you it's great, right? Or like this is great. Not these other. But yeah. I want the not so great seal of New Jersey. So what do we want to do? We want to do we want to talk through some of the ones you've listed here, Mike? How do you envision this going? Yeah, I think we should we should take turns, to, or you know, describing and discussing some of these other seals that I've chosen. Definitely <laughs> to, to discuss. The next one is West Orange, which obviously we need to think about it first. I gotta say, yeah, I like the black and white. Lame. Um. But overall, it's lame and kind of inexplicable. I'm mystified by the West Orange Town Seal. I it seems don't. It, it, and that's a plow. That's triple plows again. It looks to just be echoing the triple plows, but they're different. They're not the same exact shape. Clearly, it's a reference to the three plows on New Jersey's. Is it though? Seal, but they're drawn differently in a way where they almost look like kind of like. Yeah, I got to go back and look at that one. Yeah. Or like curvy little fences. High tension wires. Or sleds for all the hills that you can <laughs> sled down. I, I was mystified by the West Orange seal, right? So you have you look seal up? of the township of West Orange, and then the center are these three line drawings. And I couldn't figure out what they were. I thought plows, but they really do look like a hurricane at a football field blowing over the I was going to say the like, same I, thing. I'm not it, sure what these are supposed to be. I think the uh, the the they were probably directly uh, referencing to uh, the state flag because they for whatever reason there's a, the trinity being represented in plows over and over again so and we were on, we were only incorporated in 1900 which is way late for a seal yeah i would have figured like maybe an edison head or something like that with uh to be fair just so everybody knows west orange was around during the civil war it had already broken off but uh uh it was also the town of fairmont so when they absorbed together, that was, I think, 1900. And I went to Fairmont Elementary. I can't find any explanation of the West Orange Town seal. Yeah, because they don't know either. What is that? It should be a, a, like a, an engraving three-quarter focus portrait of Sam the Bulldog Spina. If I were to pick the seal of the yeah. town of West Orange, yeah. that is what if I would I, I would, um, well, you'd have to have the center of the seal just straight up be censored and not visible to normal human eyes as a representation of the fact that the center of town is the private community Llewellyn Park, which no of us regular people are allowed to drive through. So I would say Ooh. you would need to have like an inner donut hole that's actually like obscured and pixelated so you can't see what's under there as a representation of how there's a weird rich enclave that um, we are arrested if we step foot in as residents of the town. You'd have to start with that, and then you could lay out the nice parts of the seal up on the top for up the hill, and then the shitty parts of the seal down on the bottom. I want two silhouettes, one of uh, the bulldog on the left, and then Edison's silhouette on the right, and then a uh, spurt of water coming out to represent all the natural springs that used to be in West Orange that we were known for healing waters. I'm with that. Um, I'm into that. I was going to say... And then, like, Ian Zeering over the top of it, like, holding his arms out, showing that uh, people from and, West Orange go on to do great things. And the seal is actually a giant piece of uh, pizza bread in the background. Well, I was just going to say, like, right now the town seal is a circle, and then it's encapsulated by something that's almost drawn to look like maybe a gear. Um, and I would say you, you'd want to, like, do some texturing underneath that gear 
to kind of make it look like it was floating in Jimmy Buff's hot oil, that the town seal itself is being deep fried at all times. I think the gear is always kind of typically, you see it like with uh, Rotary and, and organizations like that too. Yeah, yeah. The gears of commerce. Who knows? Absolutely. Whatever. Yeah, West Orange has a shitty town seal, man. Shitty town seal. Town st- thumbs down. Okay. Yeah, thumbs down. So move on. This next one you picked is fascinating. I have to imagine problematic to some people. I like it. Bergen County. Let's get it out of the way. It has like uh, the most prominent things about the Bergen County seal. First of all, they, they dropped 1683 in there. And Mike D, correct me if I'm wrong. This one looks old school. This looks like it's been a seal forever. Or if not, a modern artist has done a really good job of making it appear that way. If I, if I had to like make a professional guess, I would think this was probably a very old etching that someone colored in at some point. Yeah, this looks very old. Um, it's got a, a colonist shaking hands with a Native American. Um, the Native Americans in traditional dress and moccasins and, and feathered headgear. There's a what I assume is an eagle and a pipe. It looks a like pipe, he's got a pipe a too. Peace pipe. He does. Ha- he is holding a pipe. So it, yep. it seems to. It seems to the seal of Bergen County seems to say the foundation of Bergen County is on this initial compact between uh, settlers and natives. There's what looks to be an eagle kind of looming menacingly above them. Off to one side is what I think are the palisades, and then off to the other is uh the colonist ship definitely um and it's actually really crazy if you zoom in close enough on the ship you see both don finelli and jody bergen county giving the finger to the which i don't know how they incorporated them into the town seal without anybody noticing uh, i like this town seal how do you how are you feeling about this town seal mike D? i like it i especially like that both the native american with the peace pipe and the colonist are dressed extremely stylishly for a town seal. What I've noticed is most of the time people seem to be wearing like rags, but these people are both very well dressed. So I'm impressed with their 1683 sense of style that they have. I mean, you know, got like some, some feathers poking off, got a jaunty hat. I mean, this is, I, I, I'm a big fan of the Bergen County seal. And if you look closely, they're exchanging something, right? And it looks like a rolled up, I thought that was a blunt. Yeah, I mean, it does look like perhaps the Native American is holding a peace pipe, and yeah, they're like the colonists is holding a old school giant rolled up blunt. Piscataway is next. This is one of those ones that I see. I go, I like this. I think the color scheme looks cool. I have a feeling I might be wrong, and that this might be like a vomit inducing seal. What do you think? It looks like a Boy Scout patch. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah, it does look like a Boy Scout patch. I. I like the Piscataway town seal a lot because so you've got your your outside circle township of Piscataway found in 1666. Then you actually have a silhouette of the shape of the town of Piscataway and you can see the river running along the left-hand side. And then you have a really big, what looks to me like, fairly ancient looking arrowhead but at the same time that arrowhead also seems to be almost like a topographic map showing that there's like this ridge there um i i like this one a lot i thought it was cool yeah um, and i just have been on a huge piscataway kick lately so a real fan why is piscataway taking on this romanticized 
uh, place in your brain the past few weeks? Because you have. You've, you keep bringing up Piscataway. Hmm, it's true. I think because I spend so much time by myself running and I spend a good chunk of that like running through like the back roads of Piscataway and some of these other towns that I'm just kind of like, this is kind of cool. Like Piscataway is an interesting place. Um, yeah, that's why I think because I'm just like, Hours and hours every week, I'm like observing Piscataway at street level. I think like everybody's regular, uh, I don't know, for me, for driving, like anytime I'm going through Piscataway, especially when we lived in New Brunswick, was just that it was this, you know, commercial kind of like hellhole and, uh, you know what I mean? But I think it is beautiful in the uh, more... You nailed it, Nick, which is half of it is like, wow, this is like a really cool... Like you're off 287, you know, that whole... Yeah, suburban town. Then the other half, you're like, this is like a hell of warehouses and like 18-wheelers driving through these unnamed back roads. Yeah, that's that's why Piscataway is interesting. The next town seal is one of the more infamous in New Jersey, perhaps the most infamous. Huh. Um, I remember covering this when we were at Weird New Jersey. This is the Union County seal. Yeah, this you got to explain. At first glance, it kind of, it looks like, <laughs> almost like an art crumb drawing. Like it looks like modern and with like pop art sort of bright colors and like the clouds and the lines behind the clouds give it away as more modern. But the most prominent feature on this seal, Mike D, is... It seems to be a red coat, you know, like a British soldier shooting a woman in front of a house. Yeah. That's what it looks like to me. But there's a weird silhouette in like the in that doorway. Yeah. You see that? Like the striped yep. like what else? I don't know what that would be, but behind behind the ghost lady is that weird. Well, I'll tell you guys what. This is what it is. That's exactly what it is. Is this is a depiction of the murder of Hannah Caldwell ah. by a British soldier. This is a real historical event. That was a pretty huge rallying point for the revolutionary cause. Um, so in Union County, in the township of Union, I'll break it down for you. The uh, ledger put out an article by Patty Sapone in 2018 on this. Um, basically, uh, the Union County seal does indeed depict a grisly murder scene of the first woman killed in the Revolutionary War in New Jersey. She was shot in her home while protecting her family. No shit. Um, that woman, or perhaps her husband, is said to haunt the grounds where she lived, now known as the Caldwell Parsonage, Union Township. It's the story of Hannah Caldwell. So um, Hannah Caldwell's husband was the Reverend James Caldwell. He was known as the Fighting Parson of the American Revolution. He was a notable chaplain during the war. And when the war broke out, he joined the Patriots. He was a chaplain on the front lines. Hmm. So he was gone. In 1780, loyalists burned his home and his church. His wife and nine kids were moved into the parsonage, a home for clergy members, in a, a building in what is now Union Township. And on June 7th, 1780, the British were passing through. They were heading to Morristown. They were going to try to take out George Washington's camp. Reverend Caldwell was stationed there. Uh, the militia, militia had a heads up that they were coming and uh, Caldwell urged his wife to leave with the kids to accompany him to safety in Springfield. She felt like it would have been an overreaction. Um, 
There was a lot of fighting in the area. It went on for hours. The British sent reinforcements, drove the Americans back out of Union. Hannah was in the back bathroom after back bedroom after her husband left. Their four-year-old son Elias, eight-month-old daughter Maria, and the uh, infant's nurse were there with a the housekeeper as well. Um, it only had one window, and the four-year-old Elias kept looking out the window to watch the soldiers pass by. Um, he kept being pulled back uh, by his how, by the housekeeper Abigail Lennington. A soldier wearing a red coat left the road, crossed diagonally towards the house. Lennington had been uh, urging the boy to pull back. Hannah stepped up to pull them back right at that moment. The soldier fire, fired. She was killed in her own house. The Patriots were outraged and wanted revenge. And uh, they knew Reverend Caldwell was hated by the British for his fiery patriotic sermons and recruiting efforts. Some colonists believe his wife was targeted for assassination. Wow. I didn't know there was a whole backstory. Yeah, this is a pretty famous incident. And uh, the painting is known as the Battle of Springfield, New Jersey. And it hangs in Francis Tavern in New York City. Oh, I've been to Francis Tavern. Hmm. Really? Yeah. It's like the oldest um, bar restaurant in New York. I've been there a bunch of times. I didn't know this painting was there, but I've been to Francis many times. Oh, like the actual painting. That's pretty cool. Oh, uh, next time I go in there, I will look for it. At the stop for a drink. The Reverend Caldwell was murdered a year later uh, by an American soldier. Caldwell refused to let a package be inspected, and uh, a soldier shot him and was later put on trial and found guilty of murder. James Caldwell is believed to haunt the parsonage. Both the Reverend Caldwell and Hannah's remains now lay in the first Presbyterian, Presbyterian church in Elizabeth. Oh, wow. Let's see. Here's a great quote. Some people don't like the idea of a murder being the symbol of our county. President of the Union Township Historical Society, Barbara Lamort said, other people are proud of the fact that it's unique and commemorates a significant historic event. Hannah was a courageous woman who stood her ground knowing the enemy was approaching. I don't know. That's a badass seal. I think it's a good reminder to people if they have any idea what's going on to like, you know, be grateful for, uh, you know, where we are because of people that did those things then. And, uh, you know, they thought it was important to memorialize that. I figured there'd be more symbolism. Like, no, it's pretty straight up. She got murdered. There, why are there two chimneys on the house? Like, does that mean something? Like, there's. Yeah, no, I think it's straight up. That house had two chimneys and she got murdered. Like, I'm, I'm overthinking it. I think it comes down to that. Yeah, it looks like a bad, bad drawing. Anyway. Yeah, this is a good one. I agree. It does. It's not the greatest. I imagine this is like a. I like the symbolism, though. I do like that remake of it. I like the symbolism symbolism of it too. Love the backstory. Seal itself. It does right. It looks like something you'd find in like a like an old like a comic, but like comics with an X. Like yeah, has that vibe, that type of drawing. Like they had a contest in the Union County Schools to redraw it, and this was the winner. Yeah, yeah. It almost looks like a scene out of Oregon Trail. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> It really does. It looks like an old video game. You're right. That's 100% Spot on. <laughs> Next up, Mike D, you have the uh, Atlantic City Seal. Hmm. This is a cool one. A lot going on there. You like this one, Mike D? I do like this one. Um, you've got two concentric cir circles of rope, City of Atlantic City, Incorporated, March 1854. Um and then inside the circles of rope, you have two two caryatids on either side of it with a couple of sailboats in there. And at the top of that, you have a lighthouse. This is pretty cool. Like feels 
very Atlantic City to me. Like, I think it's an interesting... Very design. nautical. Very nautical. The two characters look like they have uh, maybe olive branches are extending out, right? The fact that it's the two circles of rope to tie everything, I mean, literally, like, tie it all together as a nautical oh, yeah. place, I like it. And the boardwalk's cool, too. They have the boardwalk in there. They do have the boardwalk in there, yeah. Oh, they do. Running across the bottom. With the boardwalk right down the middle. And those, um, this, the strange, like... Sea creatures, which are sort of like un- unidentifiable. Yeah, I can't tell what those are, but there's two. Yeah, two sea creatures coming out of the caryatids on on the side, like towards the bottom. Yeah, I don't know what they could be. Anything really. And it says something on the bottom too, underneath the two people, but I can't read it. In, something in Latin. Yeah, cons- concilio et prudentia. It must be like two. Roman or Greek. Uh... Yeah. It's weird. I, I, I missed the earlier draft where they had um, a guy who lives in Hoboken but works in the city walking down the boardwalk in a suit crying while someone sells him fake cocaine. <laughs> I missed that part because I've, you know, that's the type of thing you see on the boardwalk as well. It's like some Hoboken Wall Street financial district dickhead. With like the Irish pub in the background. Yeah. Yeah, getting sold fake Molly at four fifteen a.m. on the boardwalk. Um, this the Vineland one underneath it. I don't know what to think of this one. Got the rotary thing again, the gear thing, right? And then it looks like some um, looks like a needle and like some sort of beaker. And the plow, the plow's back again. There's a very specific reason why I put why I put the Vineland seal in here. Um, which is I, I probably looked at like 250 of these, and I noticed this. What I'm assuming is a trend where sometime I would guess in the 1970s or 80s, a lot of these towns decided to update their seals huh. to make them more modern. And if you look right at this, this definitely was feels like it was designed in the 70s or 80s. Yeah. Completely different from the other seals that we're looking at, right? Like this is like a completely modern design. Like you would not have a beaker, a needle, a plow in this way, like on a modern, that's why. And I think I noticed a lot of the New Jersey town seals have sadly probably like had this modern, not that great redesign, which is why I put this Vineland one in here. Cause this is a trend. <laughs> the thing that's, um, the plow is surrounded by almost looks like, is that the outline of like the town? I would bet that's the case or the city itself. That's that kind of looks like it, but the thing, I don't know. It's not violent, but I know it's, um, the other town near there was known for, for their glass works. Maybe that's part of what the beaker's about. And there was the Vineland Training School down there, which was like a research facility. Oh, maybe that's what the beaker's for. Yeah. The saving grace of this one, though, is it says City of Vineland, and then they also represent Cumberland County, New Jersey. So they're shouting out Cumberland and the seal, which is kind of cool, but... Not a well, it's probably the county seat. I'm guessing it's the county seat, yeah. It would have to be, I would guess. I'm not a huge fan of this one, but I thought it was just good to call out that this redesign trend has existed. Up next, you got Saddlebrook. I'm gonna say it straight away. Ooh. The Saddlebrook one, wow. <sighs> oh. There's something that looks very hip about it, but to me, this one is trying way too hard. Awful. I don't know if I'm wrong on that. No, I'm with you. This is the most 
this is the worst, in my opinion, modern redesign. And like, hmm. I, I, I'm neutral on Saddlebrook. I don't really care about Saddlebrook either way. Uh, but it seems like they tried to jam in everything. Like, you've got the World Trade Center. And the New York City skyline. You've got pine trees. You have like a suburban house that seems to be like overgrown with foliage. And then something that looks like the Constitution. You've got a torch, corn, scales. Like, sorry, Saddlebrook. You're you're, you're not. Well, the torch is probably liberty. Uh, The scale is probably equal justice. But I'm wondering what the P on the house is for. It's got to mean something. Or is that just a (laughs) a flag? You think it's a A flag? All I know is this, Saddlebrook's one of those towns where like, as an outsider, somebody would ask me, if somebody asked me like, what's the deal with Saddlebrook? I'd be like, it's kind of just a town. And this town seal feels like they're so tired of people saying shit like that. So like, no, we also got fucking corn and houses and this and that. It's like, just chill out. Just chill the fuck out. It feels like it was man. It was designed by a manic person in the middle of the night rooted in insecurity. This feels like a very insecure town seal to me, Saddlebrook. Or is like just too many people with their finger in the pot on this one. Yes. That's what, too many people had input on this design. That's what it, yeah. There's a guy who kept on pushing for the torches. Um, this had to be later because the the Twin Towers weren't, you know, erected until what, 1977, so... 77, yeah. I bet there's seven town councilmen in Saddlebrook when this is made and they each got to pick one thing. Good call. And one of them was like, one of them was like, we, we gotta have a fucking Christmas tree. And that's gotta mean, it's gotta stand for something though. The rest of them were like, why do we need a Christmas tree? And he's like, cause Christmas. Why are you fighting the war on Christmas? He was like the one Republican on the council. He's like, there's a war on Christmas, so I want a Christmas tree. On thing, and then one person's like corn. But what that? What's the house for? We have nice residential neighborhoods. Yeah, this town seal is making me mad. It's actually making me mad. All right, that's it. My advice to you, Saddlebrook, is you can you can call me, and we'll redesign this, and it will just be an outline of the geography of the course of the actual Saddlebrook. That should be your town seal. Hmm. Minimalist. Yeah, super minimalist. Let nature guide you. But then there would be a fight about what was the original course of the uh, Saddle Brook because according to riparian rights, <laughs> God. waterways can change and bound and affect boundaries in uh, New Jersey. Fair. So anyway. God damn it, you're right. Just just throw that out there. Master surveyor, Nikki Bonaduce. There's got to be some document that was signed there too that was significant. Now the Elizabeth Town Seal... Almost the opposite. I'm like, this one... It's got like... Uh, simple and classy. Yes. Hotels and uh, hotels and hookers standing at gas stations. That's fucking great. <laughs> and a bunch of people standing in a line in Santillo's in that guy's driveway. The Budweiser uh, plant in the background. Yeah, I mean, it, this one's awesome. It says loyal, and then it says... I thought it said devour, which if it said that... If the Elizabethtown seal said the word devour on it, I would have flipped out and been like, I want a t-shirt. That would be amazing. It says devoir which we'll, we'll Google what that means. And then there's a red flag with a red glove over the waterways with some boats. And then it says 1665, done. You see that, Saddlebrook? Simplicity. Although I might be wrong. Mike D, do you like this one or no? I love this one. And I think too, because- What's the glove for? Yeah. Given how old this is, my guess is that like in the middle of this, you have some like actual British her- heraldry, right? You have like a red field- 
four diamonds, and then you also have the red hand in there, which I, I don't know in this case what that means, but that's pretty cool. Like I bet this came right over from, from England when people settled Elizabeth and had something to do with the queen. So I, I like this one a lot, actually. I definitely want to know what the glove means, though. That's got to The red hand. I have found a history of the city seal of Elizabeth. It's a, it's a wooded landscape with four houses representing the first settlers. From the middle chief point, a Spanish shield pendant charged with the coat of arms of Sir George Carteret, Lord Coke, proprietor of the province of New Jersey. Ah. A ribbon surmounting the shield with the motto of Carteret. Four fusils in feast and a canton with a sinister hand, erect open and coupled at the wrist, surmounted by a scroll. So that's the Lord Carteret's old motto. That's fucking cool, man. That's cool. That's cool. And that was his coat of arms. Probably owned the god, the whole, it was probably like one of the giant land barons of the time, you know? Yeah, he was like the original. Yeah, yeah. The first governor of New Jersey, Philip Carteret, arrived in what is now known as Elizabeth in early August 1665. That's a town seal. That might be the wow. best one so far. Woo. Um, I, I like this one. I'm definitely about a sinister red sinister hand. Red hand. But sinister just means left. Oh, right. When you're talking about heraldry. It's not like sinister in the sense of like, it's sinister. Oh, I thought Elizabeth was owning it. <laughs> no. This is like a sin- Sinister just means le- like that left-hand side in heraldry. Anyway. Interesting. It's still fucking cool. It's super cool. Agree. Up next, you got Egg Harbor Township. Ooh, that's a good one. You like it? I don't know. It kind of looks to me like, like a fucking something that you'd go pay a notary to put on your tax document. I'm sure it's on every uh, notarized document that you get from the uh, township of Egg Harbor. <laughs> it's all gold. Mike D, you tell me, is this cool or not? I can't decide. I like the vibe of it, but I don't like the execution. It reminds me a lot of the Bergen County one. Yeah. Right, you have yeah. some type of Native American leader, um, also stylishly dressed. He kind of looks like he has bell bottoms on and moccasins. And then shaking hands with some type of pilgrim. Pilgrim, basically. He looks like a he looks like a pilgrim. He does look exactly like a pilgrim with a bunch of, you know, like interesting things going on in the background. Like I I think this one had the right idea, but the execution didn't quite get there for me for Egg Harbor. It's almost like somebody took like a, a image of like a pilgrim and a free image of like a, a Native American because like the Bergen County one, the guy looked more like an indigenous like Lenape Indian, yeah. whereas this guy looks like something that like you know is the you're watching a, a Wild West movie and like the typical. It does look like someone tried to reproduce the Bergen County town seal or the Bergen County seal with all public domain free use imagery that is very true they got the pine trees in there and they have a ship in the background because it was a uh, active uh, uh port i believe that's the thing is town seals right it should should do what it says on the tin what's the draw to egg harbor the harbor it should have the harbor on there that's just my well there's the opinion. ship in the background right yeah but you can't tell that it's egg harbor yeah they're really burying the lead on that one there should be an egg cracking over a tall masted uh, ship. <laughs> the egg harbor. And there should be like a guy in a tank top who's wearing construction boots with no socks getting busted for meth. It's egg harbor. Oh, man. Look, I'm just going to say it. 
it was a funny thing to say. I don't know anything about Egg Harbor. It could be like an upper middle class. I have no idea. There's Egg Harbor. There's Egg Harbor City. There's Little yeah, Egg Harbor. Listen, I don't know a thing about it. It just felt like a thing to say about South Jersey. So I said it. That's right. I think it probably got a chuckle. Nobody nobody from Egg Harbor listens to our show anyway. Oh, Andrea is the only person who will care. And she'll yell at me at our taping tomorrow. Well, we need a guy in a tank top on an ATV blazing through town at Egg Harbor. I don't know. I don't know. Egg Harbor might actually be like a little hipster enclave. I don't know anything about it. It's just my just my North Jersey stereotypes. Definitely not. This Linden one sucks, right? Linden's town seal sucks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is the Linden town seal is another victim of a again my guess, but like seventies, eighties modernized redesign of the seal, like super stylized tree. I can see where they were going with this, and yeah, if it wasn't a town seal, it's actually like a pretty nice design, but like does not work for Linden. Says nothing. Like when I think of Linden, I don't think I don't, of trees. Yeah, no offense. Like Linden no. is cool and all, but like they should own it and have it be like the burning refinery flames. Yes, and I mean that genuinely. Like make a design out of that, or have like the old Ford plant in the background or something like that. The stack of the Cogen plant with like flames. Sell a lot of those. Yeah, I mean, because when you drive when you drive past that on the parkway, it looks like such a steampunk nightmare. So it's already just handling you like a very specific aesthetic, and you're not using it. You're driving through Fallout. The rebranding, the yeah, rebranding. rebrand Linden and play on the Fallout vibe. Yeah, like it should it should look like something that would accompany the words of like Alan Moore or Neil Gaiman. <laughs> it should look dark and moody. Instead, it looks like a tree that would be. Like not a bad emblem if you're like a production company that Jim Henson <laughs> Productions like subcontracts when they need something done. You know what I mean? It looks like a PBS up with people style seventies. Yeah, if you were mm. like a seventies health teacher trying to like get kids to care about the environment, this would be the right thing you would show them. Like that guy they used to dress up in a spandex uh, outfit on PBS with like you could see all his energy. Oh, uh, slim good body, bad, slim uh, good body. <laughs> Yeah. Now the River Edge seal, Don, I don't know. Mike D, you tell me, because this one's in the course of some of the ones we're not liking, but I love this one. I I, I like this one a lot. And I'll, I'll be honest, like my first thought, like I literally, when I looked at this, heard Don's voice in my head like, talking about this. I'm, I'm not, you know, it has a, in the background, it has an anchor. And crossed in front of the anchor, you have a Revolutionary War musket. I think that's a brown bess, Nick, correct me. And a plow. Like, to me, this is kind of perfect. But it's a clearly identifiable plow as opposed to all the other crests. Yes. West Orange plows. This is not a stylized plow. This is an actual plow. It's the kind of plow that, like, could cut your leg off. River Edge, baby. 1693. We got ships, guns, and plows. Come at us. Like That feels like the most Bergen County thing I can imagine. Quality color scheme, too. It seems like even back then, there was still a lot of angst coming out of Bergen <laughs> County and uh, Fort Wright aggression. I would say, too, that image of the anchor with the musket and the plow crossing over it and 1693, this is the most tattooable town seal we've looked at thus far. 100%. Like... I don't know if people have that much River Edge pride, but I could see somebody getting that tattooed on their body and it looking pretty fucking cool. If I were from River Edge, I would have that tattooed on my body. No question. 
gonna, I'm going to see if I can get Don to put that over his entire chest. Oh my God. Is there a Patreon tier where if enough people join it, uh, we'll all get that like terrible West Orange symbol tattooed on us? Oh, good God. I have no tattoos, but if somebody comes up with a good one for me, I might put it on me at this point. The Haddon, you will not be putting the Haddonfield town seal. What's going on with this Haddonfield town seal? Oof. Looks like some kind of uh, person trying to convert Indians to like Christianity or something. Yes. It's an actual white lady literally physically talking down to Native Americans. Yes. This one is a, this one struck me as probably like the worst of all of them for that reason, right? Didn't have any, like, like all the other seals that we've looked at, I would say like they had very respectful representations of native Americans of, of colonists. This one is literally like some creepy looking. She looks like the witch from the wizard of Oz, like literally standing over these like three, like native American chiefs, like doing, I don't even, what is she doing? She's giving them drugs. It's like a little pot with a spoon. Yeah, it looks like she's scolding them. I don't like it. I don't like this or anything it stands for. Get away from your sin. There's got to be a story. This is some important person in like American history that we're bashing. I think it looks bad. And the message it sends is not good. They also have the rope around their uh, crest too. The rope is the best part, but if that's the best you can say. I'll make the same offer, Haddonfield. I would happily redesign your town seal. Now, Mike D, can I ask you something just purely from a font and aesthetics perspective? The OCD in me does not like, because it says Co, Camden Co NJ at the bottom, but Camden CO period N period J period. Yeah. I feel like all those periods are like sort of offensive to the eye. Am I right on this? Yes. The periods, that many periods are, it makes it unreadable. The other thing I think. And there's asterisks bracketing them too. It's disgusting. The Haddonfield Town Seal makes me want to vomit. Well, also like look at the kerning. So like kerning, if people would have no reason to know this, but like kerning is basically like the individual space between letters and it varies slightly when you're laying out type depending on the letter. Look at the two D's and then the O and the N and the F. The spacing is like completely skivats. It's like all like off. Listen, I was subjected to being around typesetters. Like, yeah, your mom was like a most of my youth, and like my mom used to have to like do this shit by like hand. Yeah, your mom is like a pro at this. But um, no, yeah. Oh, the Haddonfield Town Seal is actually good. Sorry, Haddonfield. It's actually pissing me off, man. I'm actually getting fucking pissed. We like the town, but Ugh. not your seal. Sorry. Oh, we need a new town feel a seal in Haddonfield. There's one takeaway in this episode. God damn. Okay. Frankfurt, which Wikipedia tells me is a town in Sussex County. Hmm. This one seems kind of fucking cool. I like it. I like this one too. Um, and it's definitely like modern because of yeah the firearm for sure and the fish and the fishing reel. Yeah, and lure. Yeah, but specifically fly fishing, and they actually have a fly like a tied fly above. This it. one is divided into it's so it's like a yellow circle. It says Frankfurt Township within that circle, seventeen ninety seven at the bottom. Another circle, then like a yellow peace sign dividing it into three areas. The top one is a cow. The lower left one is a gun and a fly fishing setup to represent a reel. I'd say specifically a shotgun. I would say yes. And the to the right is. Is that wheat and corn or is that a bug? Yeah, with some kind of, uh, it's 
It looks like wheat, but with some sort of bug on it. Like yeah, like wheat and a like a locust or a grasshopper. I like it. It's cool though. This is the locust that it's it's the best modern one. Yeah, nice. Frankfurt Township did it did a nice job representing what they're about. Come down here, get your get your roadside vegetables, get your hunting, your fly fishing. We're good. <laughs> like I like this one a lot. Yeah. It's simple. It's classy. I want to know what the bug represents, though. That's a weird one. Yeah, I, I would like to know that, too, if it's a bug or something else. The Brielle one. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, man. I don't know what to think. Too modern. I'm, it's, so I'm torn about this one. This one, I, my gut, I like it. It's super modern, but I kind of feel it's like the same way where when like an NBA team modernizes their logo i feel like it's something like is a little bit missing there it looks like an nba alternate jersey yes it looks like an nba alternate jersey like a throwback like the middle is simple it's a blue background with a white sailboat and the back behind it is this like black and yellow monstrosity of a background right yep i would say if i were if you brought this to me at my job what i would tell you is i would literally drop everything except the sailboat and where it says Brielle. And then I think you'd have a killer seal. That's all you need. Like come to Brielle, go sailing, relax. That's all you need to know. Cause the top at the top above it, a crown is a crown, but the crown looks like something that you would find on like a nineties hip hop style shirt. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like old dirty bastard wore this. It needs it needs to be like slightly crooked. <laughs> it's skewed. It almost looks like the design of the crown spells out a word, but it doesn't. It says if you're poor, don't come to this town. Is that Brielle's vibe? Yeah, definitely. But they do have an excellent uh, junk garbage night if you're uh, in the area. Now up next, Mike D, you put the city of Nork seal. Ooh, that seems to me to be a very good. Almost like postmodern. It's like it, it is the New Jersey seal, but everybody's chilling. The cornucopia's on the ground. The, she's got the elf hat. Those are the same two ladies. Yeah. But they're like chilling. They're relaxing. But they, they do have a weird detail in there, which is hiding behind the wall. There is an arm raised up with a hammer, <laughs> which is very similar to the hammer that you would see in in formerly socialist com- countries like the Soviet Union. It also looks a lot like the weapon that the Franimal used to wield during our gang war. Ah, it does. Games, which was a giant rock duct taped onto a stick. That is true. That was his weapon. It was like a half cinder block duct taped to a stick. <laughs> the hammer almost seems to be like a blacksmith or something working on maybe the shield with the plows on it. From the New Jersey seal, like, is the message here almost like it's actually somebody sneaking up behind those two girls to like crack them over the head and <laughs> take that cornucopia, <laughs> to steal the staff with the uh, red hat. Give me that elf hat. One of the women also has a sword though in this one, which I don't believe she has in the seal of New Jersey. It kind of seems like the Nork seal is saying like, "Hey, here's the New Jersey seal, but people come to chill in Nork and get work done, and this is like the place that builds Jersey." I think this is kind of fucking rad. I like this one. Back to the three the three plows again, too. Got those plows. And I think the cool thing, though, is like because it does have the arm with the hammer, it's like Nork is the, you know, 
This is industry. This is the industrial yeah. hub of New Jersey. This is cool. Those are all the elements in the New Jersey seal chilling and then somebody working real hard. Love it. I mean, it's much better than the Fort Lee seal, which looks like a Hitler youth advertisement to me. This is a weird one. Oh, I didn't even look at that yet. What's the deal with this one, Mike D? I, although I could see this being cool. It even has like a weird iron cross at the bottom. The Fort Lee one is odd. Like I, again, like I didn't look up any background on these on purpose. I just like picked ones that I thought were interesting, but the Fort Lee one has some kind of like cliff rock precipice, right? Which is what you think of when you think of Fort Lee, right? You think of the, the cliffs and the Palisades. And there is some human figure on top who looks to be carrying a drum and cresting the ridge. And this is an odd one. Like, yeah, I don't know. I My gut is I don't love this one. And this looks like there's somebody <laughs> sneaking up the backside of the rock. Sneaking behind them. <laughs> yeah, he's going to push that little drummer boy off the rocks. I don't know. There's, I mean, stylistically it is cool, but it's weird as a town seal. Right. I wish I could see the stuff at the bottom. It looks like there's some kind of like writing ingredient list in the bottom. <laughs> like, here's how to make Fort Lee pie. Yeah. There's a there's a, a a branded warning on their seal. High fructose corn seal. Yeah, and there's like a electrical hazard on the left, and then eight um, percent of your niacin if you eat this town seal. This seal has been known to cause cancer in the state of California. Up next, we got the Wayne Town Seal, which is oh, Wayne. This is a point of discussion because, well, this one is hilariously simple. Who's the guy? I mean, it's got to be the Mad General Anthony Wayne. That's got to be Mad Anthony Wayne. Definitely, that's the general who the town is named for, the Revolutionary General. But he looks like the most smug prick that you could possibly imagine. That was my take. And it's just that. It's just a caricature drawing of a man's head. It's just that. Bracketed by purple. He's got some weird shit on his hat, though. and uh, He has, like, ribbons on his tricorn hat. Yo. <laughs> yeah, an elaborate uh, yeah, elaborate collar. I'm just going to say it. Fuck this seal. Yeah. You know what the, the actual seal of Wayne should be? What's that? It should be a, a shirtless teenager in a guinea tee with a hammer. Uh-huh. That should be the seal of Wayne. Like the guys who came up to me at the Overbrook Mental Hospital? Yeah. A hundred percent. It should be like a shirtless teenager in a guinea tee with a hammer. This is my least favorite. On the whole list? Yes. It's lazy. It feels lazy. It feels like somebody was like, uh, purple Anthony Wayne head, go, go, go. And that was the extent of the thought. Put into it. This was like redone in 1969 and they just stuck with it. You know what would be a good Wayne Town seal? Is you get uh, a girl trying to call her dad on a payphone outside of the fun and games fun and games arcade at Willowbrook Mall while her two friends throw up cuz they just they got a bunch of fucking Boone's Farm wine and they drank it in the woods over there by the river by the sports authority oh god and they realized they were too fucked up Ugh. so they had to call one, they were like whose dad is coolest and one of them's just throwing up fucking strawberry hill Boone's Farm, like me, sophomore uh, year of college. I feel dirty. Thinking about that? After that description, yeah. It's too real. I really think if you're going to have a seal of the town of Wayne, it kind of should be a bunch of people, like an engraving of a bunch of people walking around fountains of Wayne. That would be good. I mean, come on. That's what people really think of when they think of Wayne. That would be good. Now, the Bayonne one. Is alone. Yeah. Now, I'm surprised about this one, that it hasn't been updated. It's kind of cool, though. It's just like... A, a boat, yeah. like a, you know, a two-masted 
clipper ship. Well, the place is surrounded by friggin' water. Yeah, that's appropriate. I, I like the Bayonne one. It's just like simple and to the point. And as we've mentioned many, many times on this show, it tells you nothing about Bayonne, which is how they want to keep it. Holy shit, you're right. <laughs> I think it conveys the most um, the most symbolic thing about Bayonne is that it's always been a maritime peninsula. And that's it. And that's all we know. It's separated from the rest of us by water. That's it. That's all you need it's to know. Vaguely near Jersey City. I got lost in Bayonne last night, fellas. I was terrified. I was fucking terrified. Really? It's only, there's only two ways in and two ways out. No, it was the fucking GPS. I was in the city doing shows and this GPS, oh. this is happening to me twice now. It sends you out one of those ways where there's like 95 turns that'll either get you to Newark or Jersey City. And I wound up getting sucked onto the wrong one and it kept telling me to make U-turns, but I couldn't. There were cones set up. Next thing I know, I'm on the other side of the bridge. I'm in Bayonne. I'm just like, if, I, if, it's, if I'm trying to get home, and I know exactly how to get home from the city at this point. I should not even be paying attention to the GPS. I'm like, it's 1230 at night and I'm in Bayonne and I don't want to be. That's, it's just a sentence that I've always feared saying, you know? I'm in Bayonne and I don't want to be. Get yourself to 440. It get the get the 440 and go north. That's it. I was. It was just. It was trying to get the correct direction on the 440. Just trying to get back to 78. The whole fucking. time. It took me like 20 minutes to get turned around. It's goddamn thing. That being said, their seal is cool, but mysterious. It's like what would you say? Is that like more of a magenta or a brown, a burnt umber? What is that? Um, burnt umber. I'm a little bit colorblind. I'm a gent. No, it's not pink enough to be. It's more like in the burnt umber family of of things. It's the most vague. Yeah, yeah that varsity red color. But right, if you could also see that being like a sick ass patch on a kid's backpack. I'm sure there's someone walking around Bayonne with that tattooed on their arm. Has to. Be. There's a kid in a hardcore band that has that has tattooed on their arm. Now the Burlington County Seal. What do we think, Mike? What bridge is that? I want to know. Well, what's the totally flat bridge? Yeah, well, I don't love the execution of this, but I fucking love the idea. You basically have a co- covered Conestoga wagon traveling across a modern. I mean, Nick, you know, you can it, like whatever kind of modern type of bridge that is with a bunch of birds flying at it. I love the idea. The execution is a little shoddy. I have this hang up about anytime you have something like this, and maybe it's because of what, whatever, I don't know. There should be some symbolism, right? So if you're going to have all these birds and that there's a number of birds, that number of birds should represent something, right? That's just the way my brain works. So I'm saying- 16. Maybe there's 16 towns in Burlington. Yeah, like what? that's what I'm saying is like, does does that mean something? And the bridge construction looks like a fairly old one. So maybe it was like one of the first bridges that crossed the Delaware and they're racing. They're going east. So maybe they're racing back to Burlington County. I don't know. I'm curious. Oh, there's way more than 16 municipalities. I think the main problem with this seal is it looks like somebody drew it on MS Paint. Yes, that's my problem with the the execution is it is like real shoddy. <laughs> Post, but no cigar. This had to have been updated too. This wasn't the original. No, God forbid. I got to say, man, the West Orange in me, we all know that Essex County people have a real complicated relationship with Montclair. And I want to hate the Montclair town seal so bad. But I kind of fucking love this Montclair one. Ooh. I don't know. Am I wrong? Like it draws you into it. I want to know what's happening in there. All black and white, but then within the middle, 
they list Wachung, which, you know, Wachung is a very, that the Wachung Mountains, Wachung Avenue, West Orange, the Wachung Avenue, Montclair, Speartown and Cranetown. Like they clearly list three historic towns that teamed up to form Montclair. Yeah. And then it looks like there's a crane and a spear and a Native American. So you got the spear, the crane. Yeah. In that circle. And this thing is fucking cool. And this one feels like a perfectly spaced typeface to me. But I don't know, Mike. You tell me. I agree. Like, I love to bust Montclair's chops, but this is a cool town seal. I think this is um, like basically like a linotype or like some kind of, you know, version of etching and it's really cool man like it's got like you got the bird you got the spear you got like the woman you know holding it like yeah you have like a large breasted uh native american with her uh hair tastefully covering, uh, yeah, covering, covering her, her modesty nipples. like this is a good um my my guess is probably right we all know montclair is filled with high-end creative professional somebody probably yeah. <laughs> grabbed onto this and <laughs> laid it out properly there are s clearly so many graphic designers live in montclair because they fucking crushed that town seal yeah no, no question although i think the new town seal should probably just be like a silhouette of stephen colbert yeah yeah probably stephen colbert and then underneath it says but the schools are really good they are now yeah, I mean, it's the high school. Has the high school turned? The, Montclair High School always had a rough reputation my whole life. It did, yeah. Yeah, but both my cousins were pulled out of private school and went to like a public high school. So anyway, yeah, I, the stigma of what we grew up with with uh, Montclair education and all the private schools, I think, had changed uh, dramatically there. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess the only thing they could have done differently is try to somehow incorporate the seal of Brooklyn into it because everybody <laughs> Montclair thinks. <laughs> They, you think so? Everybody thinks they live in Brooklyn still. It's like, no, you moved. You got to commit to the fact that you, you lived in Brooklyn four years ago. That doesn't mean Montclair is a part of Jersey, you fucks. Stop pretending you're not part of this thing. Okay? Got one foot out the goddamn door. That's what it needs. It needs like a guy um, in glasses just like mine with one foot on an NJ transit train to represent how many Montclair residents have one foot out the goddamn door. <laughs> They all say, I, I'm from New York, but we moved out to Montclair. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, South Amboy is next. I'm very interested to see why you picked this one, Mike D. Huh. Very interested. I like it. <clears throat> I like this one <clears throat> because I think it reminds people that when you think of South Amboy, you think of, at least for me, you think of like not a great you think of kind of like an industrial wasteland, but actually, again, it's a port city, very simple representation, lighthouse on the water, boom, South Amboy. Like, I like this. I like, you know, remind people that South Amboy is a water town. Like, that's a cool thing. Pleasant drawing, pleasant colors. I feel like it would be a little bit more like a t-shirt or postcard than a town seal vibe. Agree. But that being said, I agree with everything you just said. It doesn't have any of the pomp and circumstance of some of the town seals. No. And again, I think this is a modern redo of the symbol, but I like what it says. Like you, you go for it, South Amboy. You got some water, you got a lighthouse, like let people know that. Um, Patterson, very much. 
It looks like when you go to the one of the, um, you know, the thing where you go and you put the penny in and then you put 50 cents in and you, you crank, crank the handle and then it turns <laughs> it into a weird shaped penny. It looks like one of those. You know, I recently had my heart broken with one of those machines. Um, we were on like a little family vacation not too long ago. We went down to DC and I saw the guy like loading up the machine. And what I figured out is the penny that you put in is not, is not the one that actually gets crushed. He puts in a bunch of copper blanks. I know it broke my heart. I saw him doing this and I almost basically on the side of a, rest stop in Maryland had to go to the side and cry because it spoiled something I loved my whole life. Is the implication here that they're keeping that penny too? Yeah. They're, they're making 51 cents off you. Yeah. Me and my wife, my wife collects those things. Why have I spent so much time trying to pick out like the cleanest, most fresh, least soiled penny? Broke my heart, man. I don't know. I wonder how much those flats cost that it's worth this penny hoodwink. It's probably just a softer metal that's easier to like, um, crush to mold. And cheap. Sure. I don't know what he's doing there. Is he changing somebody's, shining somebody's shoe or something? What are they doing? Yeah, but how do we feel about this as a seal, Mike? I like the Patterson seal. Um, It's super old school. It's clearly an engraving, and it just shows a person engaged in some type of industrial labor, which if we go back to the very beginning of the show, if you wanted to advertise Patterson in 1792, which is when it was founded, hey- We've got a lot of like labor here. We got a lot of early factories come here, make your money, and I think that's kind of a cool way to present Patterson. Um, I, I like this one. It's a, it does have a weird, slightly Gaelic scroll work to it, which I find ba- very bizarre because I do not associate Patterson with Irish people. But maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> and also, the guy leaning down doing some industrial work, presumably in the middle. Looks a little bit like if um Oh yeah. Remember Zoltar from Big, the machine? It looks like if Zoltar escaped from that little box. He looks like Zoltar. Zoltar. <sighs> I was working in this fortune telling box, but now I got this job at a silk mill in Patterson. It's a lot better. He's got union benefits. Like he looks a lot like if Zoltar got out of that box. The Trenton Seal. This is our state capital. This is simple. This is basic. I'm feeling underwhelmed personally, but I might be wrong. I fucking love this one. Holy shit, the one after it. I can't wait to talk about it. You do. You love the Trenton one, Mike D? Love the Seal of Trenton. To me, this is like, literally, it says Seal of the City of Trenton. It's got like a, a horse head, you know, basically like a chess player. It's got three symbols, which I think might be like, wheat or fans on a shield this is tight man simple and tight tattoo worthy hardcore kid seal like minimalism i i I definitely like this one minimalism kind of at its finest thus far always back to the trinity thing there's always the representation of like symbols and yeah man threes are i mean the rule of thirds is a like basic design thing that you learn right three everything in three like and there's a reason because people like visually respond to that. I always think of their religious connotation associated. No, with well, that's where it com- I mean that huge part of it. Yeah, it comes from like the religious part of it. No question. Listen though, I like threes as much as the next person, but the Springfield Township <laughs> Town Seal is up next, and it's the shittiest one we've seen tonight, like by far. Like it makes Haddonfield's look as good as Patterson's. This Springfield one sucks, right, Mike? 
It does suck in the execution. It has, again, we've got the <clears throat> inverted piece symbol to keep it simple for people. The top quadrant is a horse head. The left quadrant or third is a. It's so poorly drawn, though. Yeah, and like it's just straight up poorly drawn. The type is all fakakt, like. <clears throat> but the thing that's missing. What are the three J's? Exactly, that's what I was going to say. And then it has three J's in the middle, and I don't know what they are. Um, that's what that's what really throws this one off for me. I have to see if there's any explanation of this. So the font is laid out around the outer circle of the symbol. But it's all like off-center. Like I don't understand why people lay things. That just shrink the fucking font so it's even. Um, anyway, like I'm not gonna get like nuts about this. Oh, so this is a Springfield Township in Burlington County. This is not the one off Route 22. Not the one with the Taco Bell. Every Springfield has a Taco Bell. Why the fuck are there three J's in the middle of your fucking? Gotta mean something. Jerry, Jim, and Jesus. <laughs> Maybe they're hooks. Yeah, maybe they could be hooks. For like uh, picking up hay bales or something. Springfield Township. Okay. Then that's got to be a certain kind of flower that's like some sort of There's the Springfield in Union County that we've all driven through on Route 22. where They found Jeanette De Palma, poor Jeanette De Palma's body in the woods. And then there's the Springfield Township in Burlington County that none of us have ever fucking heard of. I'm going to their site right now. And let's see. Springfield... Okay, it looks like there are a, a number of unincorporated communities, including Juliustown, Jacksonville, and Jobstown. It could be those three, but... Oh, I know Jobstown. I drive through there all the time. There's also Arnie's Mount, Chambers Corner, Ellis, Falwell, Pine Lane, and Powell. Is Pemberton part of that? I wonder. Columbus. The Burlington County Fairgrounds are there. It's the route, uh, intersection of Route 206 and Columbus Jobstown Road. That's where Columbus Market is. Yeah, I just drove through there. Because Jobtown's road runs right, right into 206 there. No explanation of this 3J thing. Oh, God damn it. This That's definitely, uh, definitely horse country. Definitely heavy agriculture. This logo sucks. The Highlands one is cool, though. The Highlands one is tight. Modern, but tight. Yeah. I mean, it looks like the front image on Ooh. a menu at a brew pub, but outside of that... <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'd that say is that for sure. Boom. That is exactly what it looks like. Now we have to go there and start a brewery called Highlands Brewing. There probably is one already. Yeah, I don't think there's a town in New Jersey that doesn't have a brewery right now. Oh, my God. Manville. I mean, honestly, looks like... They were just like, ah, we're too lazy. To <laughs> Manville. Well, they just gave up. It kind of is. In a sense, it's perfect for Manville because they just gave up. It looks like a USGS monument where they have a little triangle <laughs> in the middle and they have it stamped. That's what it looks like to me. And they're back to the rope again. I mean, this one like is, is actually kind of sad. Like there's literally it's really no sad. I'm cracking up. No visual symbol. I'm cracking up. I mean, this episode's so long. We've been talking for an hour and twenty minutes, and I'm actually laughing out loud. The Manville one, it literally just says Borough of Manville, Incorporated nineteen twenty nine. Is there a mountain there or something? Like what's a triangle, but I don't I think just to separate the two words. There's not like a they don't have any references to Frank's chicken's Frank's house, chicken, house. chicken house or nothing, man. Like this was redesigned in uh twenty twenty one. Holy shit, this one is sad. The town symbol should just be like an embarrassed suburban teenage kid from New Jersey like at the door of Frank's chicken house that should be the 
They, you know what probably happened is they used to have a town seal and it keeps getting washed away in floods and they're just tired of redrawing it. <laughs> True. Nobody can, nobody can ever remember because it it's so insignificant. It's all runny. The ink is all just like wet and like dripping. It's just legally required that they always have to put their town seal near the Boundbrook town seal. So people are like, you know, it's that fucking, you know, it's Manville. It's- they're like, we couldn't think of anything to put in the middle. And usually we had the incorporated underneath following the shape of the crest, but this would just put it right in the middle and we couldn't think of anything about Manville to put in there. I mean, this honestly suggests that the most interesting thing about Manville is that it was incorporated in 1929, that it was, it became a town 93 years ago and they've just been waiting for something to happen ever since. I figured out what the... the the two little houses they represent Frank's chicken house. They're what little houses? Oh, uh, in the border. They're little houses that are the spacing. Yeah. The Asbury Park one's very modern feeling, but as an avowed fan of Asbury Park, I mean, this is a tattooable one, right? <clears throat> I love the Asbury Park one specifically. You've got super modern, sans serif type Asbury Park, New Jersey, on the outside. You have like a shield in the middle with a sailboat, sunrise, ocean, and I'm not olive branch. Oh, like an oak, oak leaf. leaf. Let's say an oak leaf. But the cool thing I like about this one is outside of that, you have two seahorses. But if you notice on all of these seals, <clears throat> the people, the animal are facing in. On these, the seahorses are facing out, mm. which are kind of like we're guarding Asbury Park. We're like the protector of Asbury Park, which I think is a cool thing. I believe. Not 100% certain, but I believe those same seahorses or very similar ones can be seen in the architecture of the uh, convention center building. Convention center, yes. As we were just there last week, they are absolutely there. That's a pretty great one. The Perth Amboy one. The Perth Amboy one is very busy to me, but seems cool. But but good. I like it. Yeah, the Perth Amboy one is super, super busy, but I think the reason it feels busy is... This is definitely super old. It's definitely an engraving, like someone at some point. For sure, yeah. Yeah, carved this into metal. I really like this one. It has like a powder horn, a clipper ship, um, very, very old school. Like I think this is taken from some kind of old original symbol for Perth Amboy. To Gillum, Savatis, and uh, what's a Portis Optimus. Then at the bottom they dropped 1683 to 1983. So I imagine there was some sort of punch up or update in 1983 for their tricentennial. But that one's fucking cool. What does the Latin mean though? I want to know Latin guy. Um, what do we got? There's arte non impetu or silum. Sigillum, yeah, sigillum like uh, mean seal. The seal and then civat. Uh, Civitas? Civitas, like, actually, so I think it means, yeah, seal of the city of Perth Amboy. Okay. It's very anticlimactic. I'm glad you figured it out before I Googled. (laughs) They, arte non impetu. This art is not. Arte non impetu means, um, what the fuck? This art is not copyrighted. First thing that comes up is some guy who sells costumes for horses. Art non violently. What is it? Art not violently. 
Oh, that's rad. That's pretty tight. Art not violent. What does that mean? Art not violently? That's I want that to be my fucking slogan. Now, art's got to mean something else than... Well, I think... Yeah, no, art doesn't mean art the way we think of it. Like, when you're... If it, this was written in the 1600s in Latin, like, art is more like the way you conduct yourself. Okay, so your expression or your present presentation. Thou art. Right. Yeah, we're not talking about like painting. Like art was like basically the way you conducted yourself as like a person and organization. And the bottom thing basically means portus optimus basically means safe haven. Does it or does this mean great port? Optimus would mean I just looked it up. Oh, it does? God damn, that's a cool seal. It's like come to, come to Perth Amboy. We're not going to judge you. It's going to be real cool. Like, you can do whatever you want as long as you're cool about it. Come to Perth Amboy. I love this one. It's going to be peaceful. It's going to be chill. Everybody relax. If you need a if you need a powder horn to load your musket, we got that. Too. Bring your powder horn. We're good. Damn, that's cool, man. Mike D, well done. I mean- Yeah, good one, Mike D. We just talked for an hour and a half about town seals in New Jersey, and it was really fun. Yeah, and I think we'll do, at some point, a, a, a part two of this where we- create our own town seals for towns, right? Like I was saying before we started recording, the town seal for for uh, for Clifton should be two cross hot dogs over the silhouette of David Chase. I love that. We can we can dig dig into that one day. I love that. Let's see. Let me see. I'm gonna say uh, let's see. I'm gonna say that the town seal the town seal of New Brunswick should be uh, two grease trucks <laughs> crashing into each other while the Scarlet Knight shits his own pants. <laughs> Nick, anything? <laughs> That's the idea. You got it. Uh, yeah, no, I mean... For, Any town seal you want to pitch, Mike, and Nick? If I wanted to do for a seaside, it's like there's just too many great things you could put in there... Uh, I would say probably like a crossed cheesesteak sandwich with a peppers and onions and sausage sandwich, the boardwalk underneath, and then seagulls diving down and eating the eyes out of people <laughs> holding the holding the said sandwiches. On that happy note, this has been a fascinating look at the, uh, how would we phrase it? The aesthetic choices of New Jersey and the history thereof. Uh, beautifully prepared, Mike D., fascinating conversation i hope everybody else i know for a fact that i think a lot of people probably liked it and left and then there's going to be a handful of nerds who are like i was in heaven thinking about those town seals if you are from a town in new jersey that has a seal that we missed please and i mean this like in the most sincere way possible send us a link to it because i couldn't go through all these and if i missed a good one like both personally and as a podcaster, I would love to see this. Cause I, I said this earlier to the guys, like I could do 10 hours of episodes on this. So please send those. Can, uh, can listeners submit their own, um, uh, seal art if they'd like. Mm -hmm. All right. There's, there's room to grow with this. That's a good one. Is there a way to like send that in? For now, everybody, let us know. What did we miss? What are your thoughts? Are there any that we were too harsh on or any that we were too forgiving of? 973-780-4660. You can always leave a comment at the Patreon. Thanks. Good night. Art and non-impetu. Art not violent. Thank you for listening to this presentation of New Jersey is the World. 
New Jersey is the world is Chris Gethard, Nikki Bonaduce, Don Finelli, Andrea Quinn, Carson Cobb, and Mike D. New Jersey is the world is produced and edited by Carson Cobb, Mike D, and Andrea Quinn. You can find us online at New Jersey is the world and on Instagram at New Jersey is the world. Also, please feel free to reach out and leave us a voicemail by contacting the home office of New Jersey is the world at 973-780-4660 in regards to anything show or New Jersey related. Please subscribe and listen to more episodes of New Jersey is the world on your favorite podcast service. If you're looking to join our extremely opinionated and Jersey-ish community, head on over to Patreon.com and search for New Jersey is the World. We have merch, which you can find at BelowTheCollar.com after searching for Chris Gethard. Once again, thank you for listening to this presentation of New Jersey is the World. New Jersey is the World, where New Jersey is the World.